Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Metad, a podcast. I'm Paul. I'm Tom. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Glenn. If this is your first time joining us or not, we are Meta Podcast. Meta analysis of everything. Video games. And not video games. But mostly video games. Back to it, boys. Yeah, we're back to the back to the good stuff. Talking about video games today. Yeah, last what week we got was store total time. shit. <laughs> <laughs> are we like we we're like we're still in the space theme, you know? Like yeah, Oh we, yeah, we, we can't get out of it. I know. It's the next yeah. evolution of Star Wars. Yeah, be prepared, people. I'm talking a lot about Clone Wars. <laughs> God, no. Please. Stop. Jimmy's favorite. Stop. <laughs> My favorite show. I can't get over it. <laughs> Why did they cancel it? <laughs> uh, what, ga- what game are we talking about, Tom? New guy? It's, uh, yeah, intern. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it's a, a fan favorite, I guess. I don't know. It's one I of our favorites. Faster Than Light, FTL. Yeah, I think one of Tom's favorite games. It's definitely it one is a, actually not. Honestly, like, it's 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 up there. I think it's really fun. Mm-hmm. I just there's, uh, and we'll get into it. But there's just some things that are very frustrating about this game. Oh, I like I if they did a, if they did a patch and not just like a DLC where they added stuff, but like a patch and fix some of the the, the things that we were going to talk about. I think this game has like huge potential, but it's something broken. about it. Just fucking pisses me off when I play now. <laughs> okay, actually, that's so. That's something I was curious about because we were sort of talking about this before the before the show and everything. Um, but because Glenn, you were saying like that aspect of it when you played it, uh, you know, up for for this week's uh, show. Did you play it with the expansion, like the DLC? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I for the most part play with it on. Um, there's a couple ships I haven't beaten the game with, and so I'm, sometimes I like turn off advanced edition so that I can like beat it with those ships or whatever um but for the most part i play with the, the advanced edition on just to, like play the game as the developers intended i guess i don't actually think the game's better with the dlc though mm-hmm. okay. okay and paul you played it a lot with like prior to the expansion coming out if i remember yeah so that You've was clocked a lot of hours yeah so that was probably the majority because that's back when like normal mode was like the hardest mode and right. uh, I, I did that thing where I was like, it, it's like when you play Halo and like you just start on legendary because you're like, dude, if I just get used to legendary mode, then like <laughs> that's like the base for me. Like that's like the stand, the bar, right? Like that's my yeah. normal mode of play. And that's kind of what I did with it because like I knew a lot of people like like our friend Andrew who was playing it a lot at the time. Like everyone was just playing on easy mode because they're all like normal's too hard. And I was just like. Yeah, fuck that, dude. I'm gonna beat this shit on fucking normal mode, and, and then I did. And like, <laughs> I didn't even know there was other modes. I've only played it on normal, also. Yeah, there's like, so the game originally came out with normal and easy, and then the expansion introduced hard mode. Oh, mm-hmm. which means like you get less scrap but more points, which makes the game impossible. Oh, yeah. I honestly don't even, don't even how what. Mm. 
I still haven't beaten it on easy, so there you go. Yeah, I don't think I've ever beaten it. I only have, like, one other ship unlocked. I didn't play a ton of this game, but I, I liked it. I like parts of it a lot. Hmm. Yeah. W- what aspect is your favorite of it? Because mine is, like, the the Oregon Trail aspect, trying to trying to get to Oregon. My, <laughs> space, space Oregon. Space Oregon. What's I don't know. The, what's the equivalent of dysentery in, in just a, dysentery. Just exploring. That's like dying, space dying. dying of lack of oxygen. <laughs> that, hey, that's pretty good. Asphyxiation. Yeah. Slavers show up. Yeah. Every your door time. system breaks and your, mm-hmm. your whole ship is on <laughs> all, fire. All your space oxen fly out. <laughs> 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 yeah but t- tom how about what, what, what's up um i like i mean i'm a really a big fan of like this style of game in general like roguelikes are some of my favorite games and they have a lot of replayability since you're supposed to just die all the time so my favorite part i guess about this one was like all the different weapons and stuff you said my bag mm. <laughs> um yeah. i like finding all the different weapons um I'm a violent human. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just enjoyed that part the most, I guess, as well as, like, the mm. soundtrack, for sure. Cool. Mm. Soundtrack's pretty baller. Yeah. Soundtrack is pretty baller. Yep. The, the, I, I, like, kind of sad I didn't buy the deluxe edition to get the the soundtrack, because mm-hmm. I'm not going to spend, like, five bucks on this. The combat music is just so good. It's I just like, am always into it. Because for me, like, the one of the best things was, like, definitely the soundtrack, and I definitely got the, the deluxe edition for it. Um, actually, like, the combat music, like, it's, like, pretty decent or whatever, but it's actually not the one that I, like, I always enjoyed the, I think, What's like, your track? The civilian sector and the, like, uh, there's another one that I was a really big fan of. Um, okay. The civilian sector and, oh, God, was it the, like, pirate Does that one sector? have a bit more, like, ambiance to it, yeah, though? Yeah, it was, like, like, it was more ambiance, like, really just, like, laid back and stuff, so I was a really big fan of it, um... I got you. Yeah, I was just like, actually, at the time when I played that game a lot, which I think was like, it had to be 2012 or 2013, um, but that I like played a ton of, uh, like, I would just listen to that, like, music going to bed. It was like, it was so calming. Puts you to sleep, but also on edge. <laughs> uh, did, why, why are we talking about FTL, like, this week? Is there, are, are we are we hiding something from our dear listeners? Do they get, maybe they should wait till the fucking end of the episode where we, <laughs> where we bring it no, up. No, I mean, th- there's a, there's always a reason we're talking about something. We don't just like fucking, I mean, actually, I never mind. Through, like, <laughs> this half is like of the, our episode. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, this is the first episode <laughs> where we actually are like, we're not like selling you anything, but it's like they're the developers of FTL <clears throat> who made FTL and that's a good game are making a new game. You're just and, uh, reinforcing our generation's inability to wait for gratification. I'm just letting you bad. know. And it's too bad. It's too bad. It's fucking bullshit. Maybe, I think maybe bad. that's just like a classic. You know, like, they're, they're just listening to this episode to get the spoiler, and then they're like, oh, fuck, I'm gone. That's I, it. I think it's I'm just one, one of those things of like, we. that's just, I don't think that's like even a, our generation thing. Like, no, I think I that's just humans in general. Like, the younger, <laughs> like, younger humans are always like, more narcissistic, 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 whatever, it's a hard word to say. They're, like, more of that, plus they're also, like, way more, um, in terms of, like, you know, instant gratification and whatnot and everything, and then, like, older people are always, like, oh, the, the like, younger generation is lazy and, like, they're responsible for all the problems we have now and what, and it's literally, like, was the same thing happening, like, when they were young people, like, they were, like... 
fucking they jump the into gun. themselves and shit and all that. And then the older people are all like, oh, well, the younger people are ruining everything. Like, it's just like that's the cycle. Like Everybody's ruining everything <clears throat> like, all you the down time. Them. You think about shit where... The, the, the difference now is that there's the potential for nuclear warfare and, and, and there's no... Uh, but not even, because no it was like Cold War was like <laughs> baby boomers and fucking same shit, dude. Like, you know what they call the hipsters in the fucking... For baby boomers, they call them Nazis. Hippies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they call <laughs> 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 like a baby boomer generator. Like they're hippies, dude. Like it's it's the same fucking word. Like it's it's the same shit. <laughs> like, Just added stir to it to make it weird. Yeah, hippie like, stir. <laughs> yeah, like, what is like, that? I'm even? Fucking, how do you like look at that and you're like, I don't see the correlation. <laughs> So you think if I had like listeners statistics, we'd see like a drop off at seven minutes? It's just like nope, oh, fuck. <laughs> but we still haven't <laughs> told them, so they don't know. All we no, know is some about FTL developers. That's all we know. Oh, that's true. Well, tune in f- in an hour to find <laughs> out. Jump to 50 minutes. Not the biggest bait of their life. <laughs> their very young lives. Well, fuck it. Let's talk about mm. FTL then. No, let's talk about I don't FTL. Give a fuck. No, 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 no. Let's spoil it. I want to spoil it. What the fuck? <laughs> now Glenn needs the instant credit. Yeah, it just goes against Glenn. what you wanted. I'm very confused. You know. No, I'm just causing shit. All right. Well, do you fucking want it or what, Glenn? <laughs> <laughs> Does it matter what I want? I'm one person of four that leads yeah, this fine. podcast. It's fine. We won't talk we about just, it until later. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're just, as long Maybe as the people, <laughs> they've already Googled, like, FTL developers, and <laughs> they've spoiled it for themselves. Like, Probably. some dude's, like, some dude, like, is driving in the car listening to this, and they're like, what the fuck? And they, like, fucking... Yeah, they're like, ah, oh, Google, please. <laughs> you know what I thought of recently is, like, I'm pretty sure our listeners can just, like, skip to minute 10 of every single one of our podcasts and not miss a thing. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's all about, like, you know, like, the character build, building. The character <laughs> it's development. It's the setup. It's our backstory. It's, our it's back. the first ten oh, minutes. So we're going to, like, yeah. make a one reference and then, like, always have that be the inside joke of the entire episode, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, apparently the one episode oh, no. with Don't Glenn's, bring this up. Glenn's brother. Like. <laughs> Into the darkness. Glenn taken by the space. darkness. He still, <laughs> he still doesn't know. He still doesn't know. He'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what the remember? fuck did you do when don't I wasn't rem- here? No, you were here. No, you were. You, you were, were definitely here for this episode. Your brother like leaving <laughs> into the dark dimension. Like, like you don't remember? In the Pokemon episode, I was listening to that recently, and they, all they were doing the whole time was saying, "Your his brother had vanished into the dark dimension." <laughs> and that was the last I ever saw of him. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Continue your story. But we started. It's like a real deal. Like, you'll get shot for Pokemon. Yes, exactly. No, seriously. Um, With a BB gun. That was the last time I ever saw my brother. <laughs> like I. But then Glenn's brother got too deep into the trading card business. It was the last <laughs> time we ever saw him. He flew to China. Last time we ever saw him. The dark web of Chinese playing card. <laughs> As they raced home. That was the last time I ever saw my brother and his brothers. <laughs> Why my brother? Well, I don't remember who my brother's friends were. He didn't have any because he was gone. He had friends. <laughs> he went to the dark dimension. Yeah. The dark dimension. God. Yeah. Yeah, you were racing home and one day he just didn't. <laughs> he just didn't make it. You're dying! <laughs> How is it? I don't get it! Is this comedy at my expense? It's, it's excellent. Excellent quality. It's excellent. excellent. Bill and Ted's excellent, excellent. comedy.
But not Glenn's brother. He doesn't. He never made it back from (laughs) the the dark dimension. Back from the the race home. (laughs) Race four kids. You mean three kids? (laughs) Because my brother never went to the dark dimension. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. The dark dimension. (laughs) (laughs) The worst part is I just don't get it. And you're what? just like, I don't get it. <laughs> There's no joke there. The whole episode <laughs> was just that. There's no joke. It was awful. Oh, this dear. is the Pokemon episode. God like, where the fuck did they come I think it all started with like a story where yeah, you're like, was... me and my brother like went to do something, and then you like never mentioned your brother in the story. It was like again. something about like something about like your mom forgetting you somewhere, <laughs> or like someone forgot to pick up somebody. And it had to, Pokemon was involved. Like, was it the story where I went to the store? I think, yeah, you took your come, bike. Yeah, I took my bike and drove, and as like a seven-year-old and rode I think it's the, tangentially related to that story, like, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. We Either don't, way, don't it's, get into it's such a deep inside joke, it doesn't even make sense to me, and I'm pretty sure like I did it, so. It was like calling you like the whole time, and you were just dying. <laughs> Sounds like me. And then Glenn would, like, try to, like, get into it, too, but then he'd still be like, I don't know what's going on. It was great. <laughs> the inner workings of the podcast played bare. Gun. Someone's got to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Paul, lay it down. What is what is FTL for someone who isn't, has never played this game Right. Before? Okay, so FTL, Faster Than the Light, is a... Um, I don't know, it's like a management-based game where you have, you, like, pilot a ship, and it's like a top-down cross-section of the ship, and the ship, um, you know, it can have different crew members from, like, you know, species and alien races, as well as different systems, um, and those systems can be, like, anything from shields to engines. Like, I think the baseline that you need are at least, like, engines and a pilot, right? Like, those are the two things you need. Um, So you need an engine room and you need a pilot room. A lot of ships will usually come with some type of, like, you know, shielding system, you know, uh, door operations, uh, sensors. Um, You can get some, like, you have, like, your weapon system and whatnot. And then you get, like, some more, like, uh, elaborate things. Like, you get droids that you can like, deploy or, you know, fucking hacking systems and, like, stealthing and teleportation pods and a med bay and cloning bays, all these different things. Um, and as you progress, like, you have a sector they will be in, and um, you can, like, make certain amount of, like, jumps, which is just, like, moving a space um, to everything within, like, a close range of, like, where you're at. And the goal is to, like, get to the end of the sector, and each jump has a potential for some type of either battle or event to happen, or nothing at all. Um, and as you progress through these, you get, like, scrap, you can encounter stores, uh, mini-quests, and everything of that nature to be able to upgrade your ship. And you are constantly being pursued by the Federation, um, and you are, like, to deliver this secret information to, you know, overthrow the Federation and whatnot as, like, you are rebels. And so, you know, there's, wait, like... Wait, wait, wait. You're fighting the I think the rebels. you're fighting the rebels, because you are the you last... Are you sure, dude? Feder- I'm, pretty sure I mean, the, you're I'm like, pretty sure the final boss is the Federation flagship. It's called the Rebel flagship. It's <laughs> called the Rebel flagship. <laughs> you are the Federation against the rebels, and the rebels are trying to get you. Um, yes. Anyways, Freaking though, Luke Skywalker coming for you. <laughs> and that whole, like, timer kind of thing on you means you can't just, like, sit in a zone and, like, farm it. Exactly. Like, this wall of, like, death or whatever Right, because as, as, as soon as they, they catch up to you, um, as soon as the rebels catch up to you, you have to um, 
you know, you'll start encountering rebel ships, which would generally be, like, stronger than your ship, so normally, like, you can't stay in They'll fight. They'll fuck you up. Like, you have That's to... game shit. Yeah, you try to have to try and, like, jump out of the fight before you take too much damage, and then you just try to get to the end of the sector and jump to the next sector. And just repeat that process. There's different types of sec sectors um, with different types of environmental hazards and different types of species and ships. Anyways, and you have to, like... Kind of the path sort of diverges in terms of like the sectors as well so you kind of have to determine how you're going to take your path and then eventually you get to the final sector which i think altogether there's 10 and eight. at the end eight is it eight, eight. okay yeah. so eight sectors and then once you get to the end of it um you fight the, like the actual rebel flagship and that's like the, the big bang. yeah the big boss of it um and it's generally a really hard fight it's very easy to be not prepared um, for it, which <laughs> tell you that much, which I think is something you know, <laughs> it's you know something that Tom touches on too, right? Like definitely when I first started playing FTL, like I fucking died a lot in that game, and you kind of get like sort of a notion of like what works really well and what does not work really well. Um, Strategies, yeah, like you know, and sort of like what is proper preparal, like proper preparation versus like, you know, I'm I'm really far behind. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and that's yeah. kind of the whole genre of like roguelikes, yeah. Is, like, you have some end goal, and then you may or may not be prepared enough each time you go through. Right, and so, right. yeah, that's definitely something, like, the game, um, you know, definitely has, like, that element very much present in it. Um, but there is, like, a lot of ways to play it. Um, you know, the ships are all different, like, you know, usually, like, themed from some type of species. So you have, like, the human ships or, like, the, like, mantis ships or the slug ships or whatever, yeah. you know? So you get a lot of different variations in how you want to play the game, sort of the style and everything. Um, yeah, it's a very fun game. Am I not understanding a mechanic? Because I've played the game, like, a bit, <laughs> but when I'm in, like, not paused in a sector, do the rebel ships, like, actually jump into that sector and, like... I think it's only when you make a jump. Yeah, so it's... it's right, like, it's right. it's static it's when you're yes. in a... Okay, yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. It's like a pause screen, essentially, and you can just, like, collect your thoughts like after... fix your ship and heal. Yeah, and exactly. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I was like, can they jump in and, like, fuck me up? That would be, fucking, <laughs> that that would be brutal of a game. That would like, suck that would be so, so hard much. Mode, I don't know. Yeah, could you imagine if, like, the game... Because in the game, too, when you encounter a ship, you're able to pause and then, like micro your people and then you unpause and the people will like move to their directions or yeah whatever. but like prep you weapons imagine if cetera, that didn't yeah. exist like how much fucking chaos would you said to do it real time like, you'd yeah, be fucked you, you'd be yeah. so fucked because the computer can essentially pause and so like your yeah combatant being able to do that and you not being able to do that would be so unfair especially when you're fighting like the big bad like everything's just ten times faster than any other battle you've done up until Oh, yeah, because you're fighting, not, like, yeah. six ships in one. Basically, and so, like, there'll be times when, like, one year, like, whole breach in, like, one area and, like, fire in another area, and then you're, like, also trying to fire your, fire your weapons on, like, specific, like, their specific systems and teleporting crew, like, all this stuff that has to happen, like... Yeah. No, you'd, you'd be, like, you'd be so fucked. Yeah. Do you think there's a strategy that involves like instantly going back and fighting rebel ships to get like the most amount of like scrap and like trying to get at like win Are you those about battles fighting the wave of ships exactly yeah yeah like, the wave of like ships going forward and then like immediately going back to like a previous sector to like no. engage well so you can't the wave of ships 
Oh, are like oh. always stronger. They're like no. A wall. Well, so what the kind of context of it is like just for like you know you can't necessarily jump back a previous se- sector. You can jump back previous jumps in the same sector, but um, the c- context of it is like you can't just farm like Federation or rebel ships on the premise that like all it'll give you is one fuel. You get absolutely no scrap from destroying oh. ships because the context oh, yeah. is like you need to get out of here. Oh, like you, you don't can't you salvage. don't have time to I salvage see. right now. It's just like a true anti like. Yeah, okay, so that is, thing. I got it. It's yeah. not a strategy at all. No, it's, no. it's like you it's are detriment. Exactly. Just so much fuel from like stalling as well. I guess. Mm. Yeah, I almost ran out of fuel in my last run when I finally made it to the end, and I think I got super lucky and found a store and had like three scrap and bought like one fuel and <laughs> just like lit a fire under my ass. I don't know, but yeah, it, I think it's a great story that'll like encourage stories of mm. your. Like each playthrough being completely, not completely different, but there are completely random events that'll change the outcome of an entire story based on how you're playing, what weapons you have, what ship you're starting with, and stuff like that. And I think that's an important, like, key element of the game in that you'll never technically have the same experience each time you boot it up. Right. So it feels important. That. In, but there is a common theme, which is uh, frustration. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Maybe the story is not the same, but the the out the outcome in my, uh, my they end in sadness. Kind of what yeah, you sign up for with these kind of games, though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I and I respect roguelikes too. I just they're hard to play a lot of. Where like other games can like tell a story and I could be immersed in that and you could play like I could play like Breath of the Wild or whatever for like 60 hours and still want to play a lot mm-hmm. um, but I've probably put in about 60 hours total in FTL and I just like whenever I boot the game up I like instantly get pissed off <laughs> so I think I, one I need to take a break but also like just that constant dying or constant feeling like you got screwed over by RNG is like one of the things that I think like restricts me well, that I restrict myself from playing roguelikes because I get just I just get livid. Yeah, I just yeah, livid. I agree with that. I mean, for me too. Like one reason I didn't play this game as much as other roguelikes is that it's just a lot slower paced. I guess it takes a long time to get towards like the middle of the game where like it feels like you're making progress. I guess, and then the, just the combat and stuff itself is very slow paced. And this might get better in the late game. I don't know. But like <laughs> no, it it doesn't. I don't really. know. I suck. And I think that's like one of the one of the problems is like the the game is not difficult until so there's eight sectors. It probably doesn't get difficult until like sector five ish, right? Maybe mm-hmm. which I think is a mistake. Unlike normal, which yeah. is yeah maybe a little bit of a mistake because like sometimes I've gotten to like sector six before and like have my literally the base weapons that came on the ship, but I haven't found anything else. So all I've done is like in like stores or any good weapons or anything so all I've done is upgraded my ship like upgraded my shields or upgraded my engines to like dodge better yeah and then but I still have the same shitty weapons that then don't work against the the ships in that sector and so you're like you actually just sometimes get screwed but to get to sector 6 took like 30 30 45 minutes minutes. yeah which I think is yeah again like I think it's personally kind of a mistake because I don't I don't like roguelikes where yeah like the first five levels or whatever is just trivial and you're just trying to get to level six like for me i'm like why don't you just start me at level six then because the ones i enjoy the most are the ones where like level one you can just die like to anything like 
super punishing, yeah. I guess. And then that ends up being much less of a time investment for like a shitty run because you'll just die of something like random and funny and I, whatever. I don't know. I feel like that mechanic exists because I've died in the first sector from just like literal bullshit. Like I was like, oh, I'm going to go into this nebula. Ha ha. And then I just get overpowered. My systems all like go down and then I go into the next like jump and some fucking like pirate slaver is like, give me all your people or I yeah. resist stupidly. And then they just blow me the fuck up because their <laughs> ship is way better than mine. I'm like, wow, that game fucked me up real hard. I'm not going to do that next time. Yeah. But <laughs> I feel like, yeah, no, yeah. for sure. I feel like that can mm. still happen, but I feel like if you're playing, playing, yeah, to it's win, like, if it's, it's your second unlikely. time playing, you're already beyond that. Well, even today, like I relaunched it after not playing it for like three years and I didn't really know what the fuck I was doing, but I made it to like the sec- like the fourth sector with like no problem. And I mean, yeah. I, I do have experience with these games, I guess, but like, I wasn't playing well at all, and it wasn't <laughs> You're just kind of yeah. fumbling I think through it. Also it. Encourage, I think it also encourages something that I, I don't want to be encouraged while doing while playing it, but roguelike is like, since it takes so long to get to Sector 6 where it gets difficult, I really don't want to spend all that time hoping that like in Sector 4, if I do get like Sector a 3, that thing. I get the good weapon or get the good yeah. upgrade or whatever it is. And so like, sometimes I feel like if any one bad thing happens in the first two sector, or if I don't find anything good in the first two sector, like I just restart. It's a f- yeah, it's, it's a like, false it's not start. Worth it. Yeah, right. yeah, which isn't like fun gameplay necessarily. It's yeah, like, yeah. Like I, I want to feel like it's hard and that I'm struggling, but yeah. I don't want to feel like at any point do I want to just like restart because like, oh, it's just not worth it to try because that's. Yeah. I'm, I'm not playing the game just to... I don't want to just play the game to win. I no, Glenn. I play the game for, like, the, the difficulty and the experience and, like, challenging myself to... Yeah. Yeah, just I completely like agree with you. It takes too and long I, to be rewarding, I guess. Yeah. I feel like it falls short in the way that Spelunky, like, succeeded in being a roguelike with, like, the, you know, City of Gold run having, like, all of the things that you can do. And it's like whether or not you're doing the City of Gold run, there still exists the items that you know you can achieve, which enhance your gameplay, whether or not you're actually trying to do this incredibly hard, you know, like four step kill yourself in the ice levels, whatever. Um, And FTL fails to do that because it's all random and it feels like there's no item that increases your likelihood of winning like at all within the first four sectors you're just kind of up to the gods now if i if i don't get any more fuel i'll die like there's just no way to manage for how random it feels because it's completely random as far as i can tell there's no because you can't ever go to every place in a sector because they'll catch up to you and so you're automatically deleting options of like where people might be, where distress signals might be, where quests might be for items and stuff like that. And you just can't literally do everything because you'll die. And I guess that adds to the difficulty of it, but it also adds to the frustration so by I, a wide margin. So I actually, I totally disagree on like a lot of okay. things. Cause I think the game is played in two different forms. There's like the first half of the game and the second half of the game. And the first four half of the game isn't a... Like, you can have, like, really bad RNG. Like, I, I totally agree in that regard. That's what I'm saying. Right? Do like, you do you think the game wants you to win? I feel like it. The, they specifically developed it so that you, like, get to the boss and lose. No, I think... I, I think the game... The opposite, yeah. I, I think the game... kind of handed you the... Yeah. Oh, so it's like... 
I think if you try to play the game in a very continuous fashion, you are going to lose. Like, if you try playing the game in Sector 1, 2, 3, 4, the same way you'd play it in 5, 6, 7, 8, like, you were going to lose, hands down. Which is not what I'm saying, but well, so what I'm, so Okay, well, so what I'm saying is that the first half of the game, like, is is entirely resource management, is all it is. Like, like combat is super trivial, it's, like, really easy and whatnot. In fact, like, the way you do combat is very important, because depending on, like, what weapons you have, like... So you get more scrap from ships that you don't destroy, so if you kill all the crew members on a ship or something, you get way more stuff out of it in terms of, like, scrap and, like, recoveries from, like, missiles and stuff. <laughs> and, like, Same. Yeah. So, so okay. the first half of the game, like, you're actually not trying to destroy ships really fast because it's, like, really easy to kill ships. Like, you know, and so it's, like, you're trying to think... These are the lead like, strats. I'm, I'm writing <laughs> these notes down. Right. So it's, like, you're trying to do things like that, um, but pretty much like you're trying to maximize your the amount of jumps you do in sectors while not like encountering like federation ships or like rebel ships so like you can't go to every place like yes that is it's not possible to however your objective should never be to get to the end like to the exit of the sector like as fast right it's to go as many places to get as many items and encounter as many things so it's like totally that but it's like it isn't like, usually you can, what like, if you get your shields to three, like, where you have, like, three layers of shield by, like, the end of Sector 1, like, you literally ha- never have to worry about taking damage. Like, for, the, like, I would say, like, five-eighths of the game up until, like, Sector 6, like, will you actually start taking damage? Because okay. just, like, enemies won't have enough weapons to, like, pierce all your shields, like, in time to actually do stuff. With the exception Except of, missiles. like, missiles, yeah. <laughs> And it's, like, yeah. if you play, like, the Taurus or whatever, where you have, like, the anti-defense drone, like, or the anti-missile drone or whatever, like, you're just fucking set. You're, like, all right, cool. Like, I don't have to worry about missiles ever, really. Like, I don't have to worry about, like, beams or lasers or whatever. You're just, um, like, killing entire crews of ships and stra- stra- scrapping them for everything. Right. And then on top of it as well, it's, like, realizing that, like, the game has a lot of different options available in when it comes to, like, your, your like, blue highlighted options. Um, and ter- so, like, you know, the game does reward for, like, having a more diverse crews or whatever, but also, like, upgraded systems as well. Like, probably one of the best investments you can ever do is upgrading your med bay, like, the, like just to a level 2 med bay. Um, because normally oh, people yeah, are definitely. like, I don't, I don't need to upgrade my med bay. You're like, no, and you're no. like, no, dude, like, do it because, like, there's so many things that are unlocked, like, for options and, like, events by having a level two med bay or by having level two sensors or something like that. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, the sensors one came up a shit ton my last playthrough. It was like, sensors this, sensors that, sensors on a planet, sensors. I'm yeah, like, <laughs> and so, so a lot of the game, like, the first half of the game is kind of like this sort of, like, resource management where you're trying to not, like, run out of fuel or run out of, like, you know, drones or missiles or whatever, while also, like, trying to maximize the amount of jumps you do to, like, get enough scrap to, like, upgrade your ship and everything. Because ultimately, the final boss of the game, like, the Rebel flagship, it's, like, a three, technically, like, three fights all together. Um, But a lot of it comes down to, like, not necessarily being able to do a shit ton of damage all at once, but being able to, like, survive, like, huge volleys of attack. So... Like, a lot of people will put, like, a bunch of stuff into weapons and whatnot to get, like, these amazing weapon upgrades. And, like, there's some fucking cool weapons and shit like that. But if you put too much into weapons, like, you most likely don't have enough, like, power supply available and, like, 
other things allocated for like engines, which are like, in, like I would say like maxing engines is like one of like the best things you can do. Cause like with a fully upgraded, like captain max dodge, yo. you're like, yeah, like your, your dodge chance is something like 59% or something like, yeah. So just like every, every 10 shot, like only four shots hit out of every 10 pretty much. Do a barrel like, roll. <laughs> and, and that is like absolutely huge in the final fight. Um, would you say then, like, that the way to beat the game is, like, sort of solved? I mean, it sounds like there's one way that, to do it, I, and it doesn't seem to really reward much. Well, so... To, like, build deviance from that. I'd yeah. say there's, there's more... Th- with the expansion, it definitely changes, um, like, the way you can build, or, like, the way that you can defeat the flagship. The problem I have with it is that it's not necessarily solved, but it is limited. So there's not one way, but there's... That's what I meant by solid, I guess. Yeah, like limited. So, yeah. That's like the most common way. Well, like the one thing is like you can't ease, like it's very difficult to like use your crew teleporter basically when you're fighting the flagship because they have like 10 crew and a four space med bay that like there's no way you can ever like kill their crew. And, like, killing their system is impossible because they have, like, infinite number of people to, like... So it's just a waste. Um, in a way, it's a waste so it's of like, time to invest into that. Well, it's also a waste whatever. of a system because you have, like, a limited amount of slots for systems. So, like, in fighting the Rebel flagship, the system isn't very good. But as Paul said, like, this thing is good at the beginning of the game where, like, you get more scrap by crew teleporting over and killing them and saving, like, saving the ship but, like, killing all the crew. And then there's a... But, like, there's also another thing when you're fighting the big bad is he does this like like powerful just like impossible to defend move like volley yeah where like one of his weapons will just like shoot like rapid fire yeah like rapid fire and if it's the missile one and like even if you have a defense drone like you can't shoot down five missiles at once (laughs) which is coming at you and so like there's times where like you're doing so well and then it's like overload five missiles like hits your because it randomly hits rooms, but, like, if it hits your systems, you're just, like, screwed. Yeah. And so, like, I think that the game... The one thing that I noticed that the game really rewards is, like, heavy-hitting, very quick attacks. And so, like, there's there's an upgrade called Weapons Pre-Igniter that, mean, that says, like, your weapons start... The, you start the weapon... You start the f- encounters with your weapons charged. That sounds so ridiculous. That yeah. Right. And so, like... Never gotten that if you one. Have, if you get your weapons, if you have a weapons pre-igniter, then it's like you just do an initial volley on the ship, and it and likely like the ship's shields are down, like the ship one one of the main systems are down, and then the rest of the fight is easy. Yeah, and you so like teleport like, in or kill a crew yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think, but I, there's just there are things that are just like useless against the against the final fight that are that are really good for, for parts of the game, but it so you can't. Seem you like have to like have a backup plan. It's like when the game is the final fight, like you can't really afford yeah. to use the stuff that's cool for like on the way to the final fight. Like ninety percent of the right. game, yeah. And so you can, and like the thing I was gonna bring up too is like you can't play the rebel fight defensive either. Like you can't just have defensive systems. So yeah, like yeah, engines are good, but engines also like if you max engines, that's eight power that's going to engines. How are you actually doing damage to the boss? And engines don't do shit when they're shooting five missiles like it does a little bit but it doesn't it doesn't really well it's like shooting five missiles at you at a time so that's like the game like is never about having like constant things up right like if you're if you're getting shot at or whatever like you want your engines up and going and whatnot 
right? Like I will almost I will never have medbay powered unless I need medbay powered. Pretty Same. much, just yeah. like yeah. that. It's like, but also the thing as well where it's like for like for example in like five missiles, it's like having having a cloaking system in addition to that. Like you have a hundred percent dodge chance with like cloaking active and like max engine. So it's like there's like that turnaround and whatnot. But also as well, it's like if you have and I think this really just comes to how you build your crew, because it's like, I, I did beat the game using just, like, Mantis attack ship, like, and using Teleporter against Federation ship, like, nice. that's literally how I, and I did it, and I used, my only offensive item I had was, like, the level one ion blasters, and so it was just literally that like doesn't even seem I no, like it, literally cannot believe it, it does no it does record it because all you because all you do is like you get four of those level one ion blasters that take like yeah, one energy yeah you just fucking find four ion like that's like one of the best weapons Likely. in the game you're telling me to just find four yeah they're, well, they're the basic ion blasters they're easy it's like one of the best weapons in the game you're telling me to buy four well, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, seen never. Easy. I've never seen two in one playthrough in my uh, entire. Life. When you play the Taurus, you start with like three. <laughs> like, oh, no well, I don't even have that yeah. fucking game. That fucking. It's like one of the first like ships, ships so. you unlock. It's like super easy to get. Um, yeah, it's like super broken in my opinion. The Taurus is like such an amazing ship. Um, but but yeah, like, it you also pretty much just like starts with a drone system, right? Which is also pretty. Yeah, cool. like they start with drones. They start with like an extra engine, so they have the oh, extra I do have dodge. That ship. And I've never like, used it. It's it's just an amazing ship. Like it only loses to like uh, teleporting enemies if you don't like get something to be defensive on your ship fast enough. Have a but good crew, it, yeah. But it's like in that case, it's like you know, in in that event with like the mothership or like you know the the rebel flagship. Like I totally, it was a longer fight for sure. But like I did it in that strategy, which was just like having like one level of cloak to dodge against like overload shots. And then having a level three teleporter, ion blasters, and then just pretty much like a four mantis like attack crew with like level three teleporter. So like you can teleport them back and heal them up before like they get like totally fucked by like the enemy crew. And then eventually once you kill the entire enemy crew, like the the system, the ship goes into like autopilot mode where like its systems will still attack you. But then you just like whittle it down with your crew members, like doing a point of damage every time, <laughs> like, and then it's it's a just beating up systems. So this is boring thing to play. This is like a very this is a very fucking tedious fight. You're also talking. You're also talking about like the fringe scenario where you somehow on a ship that starts with zero mantises gets four of them. You happen to get a crew teleporter. I mean, you could get seven. You could have a whole yeah, crew. Yeah, man, it's like, I still don't even think it'll work. No, but I still I, don't believe it. I, all right, dude. But we'll check the achievements and see who's actually beaten this game on normal. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. But regardless, put, though, is put the your entire, cards up, boys. The entire time, though, like, I think, I think the biggest flaw that comes with this game is that the end objective is always the same. So I will admit that, that it's like there's never, you can play the game very diversely. Um, right, but your starting objective is always the same, so it makes sense that your end objective would always be Well, the same. it's like there's never any variation to like. like it would be cool if there was like four or five different like badass ships at the end. Exactly. Oh, okay. Right, okay. Yeah, like different, different enough. phases of a boss it's not fight even or just whatever. A, it's not even just the same sh- the same ship, but it always has like the same systems. The same like, attacks exactly the same. Mm, right, like, same three parts. Of things fights. are always yeah. for a game that's procedurally like, generated. It's weird that they like 
didn't do that for one really important part of the game. Yeah, so that is definitely one of the bigger flaws of it, in my opinion. Um, The game definitely, like, you have to... Like, I think that playthrough was a very stubborn playthrough on my part um, in terms of how I played it. But Mm. it's like the game definitely is set up in a way where it's like systems, like, are valuable at certain parts of the game and then, like, later on, not as valuable. Like pretty much right. um the like missiles are like kind of consistent through the game like i feel they actually aren't as good early on because like ships are so yeah, they're not so necessary. weak that like you can yeah. pretty much just use lasers and be right. fine the more shields they have the better the missiles exactly yeah. So, yeah so it's like missiles get way more value later on um plus you have like more stock of them um and like a lot of just like gathering scrap and whatnot the first half of the game usually comes down to uh like being able to afford like usually like more crew members or like nice like augmentations for it it's like it, the weapons are cool but there's just some weapons where you're like you just don't need a ton of weapon power system to like be able to, to persevere or like get past them or like you know to beat most ships for the most part like um but i will acknowledge i definitely do play like a much more defensive style of the game uh in terms of how I approach it. So there probably are, like, way more aggro styles you can play that are, like, much faster. And Yeah, I could comment on that. <laughs> Yours was just persevere. Yours was survive. Yeah. I feel like... Because I've, like, tried to, I've tried to play the game defensive, and it just didn't work. And that's, like, definitely my not my style. Like, in any game I play, I usually play, like, pretty aggressive. Um, so that makes sense that, like, we've, we've found different ways to play the game. But, like, I've tried playing defensive and bought, like, a lot of defensive stuff, and I've just gotten to Big Bad and, like, held them off for, like, five minutes, but then eventually, like, get screwed right. over by a single volley, you know? And so I just don't... I don't you didn't have a backup what. plan, like like Paul's manticores. Manticores. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that, and that um, run with the ion ship was... That wasn't the Taurus. That was the mantis ship. Because the mantis ship is the only one that gets the four-person teleporter room. Oh, okay. Uh, when I was playing, I named all of my crew your your guys' names. So when you all died, I was like, well, fucking failed me again. No. <laughs> That's the Andrew Wang strat. Yeah, dude. And I was like, X-Con. Paul, you're at the helm. <laughs> oh, and, I, and when I originally played, I didn't know that there were, like, crew stat level-ups that would increase like oh, actual yeah. abilities like, like i just did not know thing. that existed uh so that would i mean that's that's one of the cool things about the game is the variability in crew i mean in everything like all the weapons have so many different stats all the crew people have different like race base stats are different and then like where you decide to put them increases you know like repair and all that stuff mm-hmm. It's different sectors. There's, you know, there's pirate sectors, there's nebula sectors, there's civilian sectors. And so, th- I mean, it, for a game that is procedurally generated, it, for how much variability it, it, there is, it does usually end up being like a very cohesive, like, moment in the game that doesn't ever feel weird. It's always, it's always a very, like, cohesive story. I don't know. I felt like, for me, that's something I really didn't like and i'm not saying that's like bad but it's just more my opinion but yeah for me like a big reason i didn't play more than like maybe five or six hours total was it just kind of felt the same every time Mm. i didn't feel like the events were very were varied enough and i this might have changed in later sectors because i only made it through like maybe the middle of the game 
but it just kind of felt like the same thing every time and I didn't after a while I kind of was like well it's not getting any different I don't find it very fun it's very much like the same story every time and you know sometimes okay. you'll find maybe you'll find some random event but all the events felt very samey to me I guess I see and I, I think that's it, opposite to that I think that's one of its strengths like most roguelikes it's like if it isn't the same every time then there's no way you can ever build a strategy because the variability is too much and you're just completely overwhelmed every time you start playing because there's no way to keep track of anything ever. And so the fact that there are similar situations that you'll get into and then you have your strategy of getting out of that effectively makes it a, from a like impossible game to a game that you can eventually beat with perfect rng right <laughs> yeah it's just like a different style of roguelike i guess like kind of that's what i don't like because I, I don't like playing the same it's not the same but a very similar right. iteration of something over and over again until i can perfect it so what's what's a roguelike that you've played that is different every time that you actually en- would enjoy like completely different every time I'm trying to rack my memory i mean i remember i really liked binding of isaac for a while and i mean there are a lot of similar things going on in that one but i felt like when something did happen it was like more extreme it wasn't just like it's a random ship with like a slaver it's more this might be a bad example for binding of isaac i don't remember (laughs) i was gonna say binding of isaac is like it all the playthroughs are very disparate because when you get like one item that you can build your entire playthrough around that like Right, this is a that shitty, item becomes your playthrough. <laughs> shitty example. There is one game that I remember. This is like the first roguelike I ever played that I really liked, and no one's fucking heard of it. Probably it's called. It was called Ivan. Um, oh yeah, you might have known that one. Yeah, it was like yeah. super like old and shit. Whatever. Um, that one was super like the opposite. I guess like super unforgiving. Like you said, very. Oh, ra- it was it, fucking impossible. Like, yeah, almost too random. Um, like you might like in the first level, you might just like fight a zombie and get leprosy and then all your limbs fall off and you you die um yeah. which i guess maybe that was like set the tone that's maybe that maybe <laughs> that set the tone for like the kind of roguelikes i like but i, I just, fucking love i'd it. rather die fast in an extreme like in an extreme circumstance than die slow over like an hour to a bunch okay of cool things. that is the game i was thinking of i've definitely played that before yeah that game fucking is so hard yeah and i got pretty far in that game i never beat that one either but I guess I just remember getting yeah. overrun by fucking like sewer rats every time. I'd be like, oh, yeah, sewer rats. I remember like finally beating the first like level it took me forever, but it was like, yeah. felt so good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I just prefer that style to whereas faster than light feels like a war of attrition more where you're okay. like slowly, like you said, Paul, building up your resources in the beginning and to get to like the second half of the game or whatever, which is just isn't my style. I'd rather like. Just go do you balls think... deep into, like, everything from level one. Sure, balls... I don't know, balls... that's not the right <laughs> balls phrase, deepen. but, you know, yeah. into zombies. Do you think that's a failure of the, like, the setting? Because Ivan is, like, a medieval, like, is is a fantasy right. RPG easier to do than a sci-fi RPG? No, I think I it was a conscious, like, choice. I mean, I don't think it's wrong. It was just the game they wanted to make. Um, I guess, like, I don't know. They could have easily done, like... In the first sector, you, like, get hit by, like, solar flares and, like, your whole, like, ship melts or some bullshit. I don't know. Um, I feel like they could have definitely done... That can happen, though. Well, I'm saying they could have done that if they chose to, but they instead made it very... 
Like, I don't think... You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no one event you can, like, trigger in this game that will, like, just totally fuck you over, unless I didn't experience this event. I, but I, I feel think like they can you do can that die. in games that require... Like, have some sort of skill base. Because I'm thinking of, like, Binding of Isaac 2, where, like, sometimes things seem really impossible. But technically, like, if you were really good at, like, bullet hells... You it, could, yeah, it gets a little you could, boring. You could, you could beat it, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think, like, in games where... There are there is more of a skill base where like I don't think uh, FTL really has a, a super high skill base. I think there's like strategy, but that I don't equate right. the two. It's yeah, just like um, that they can they can throw in those crazy things that happen because because there is maybe some way somebody to beat actually it. can beat them. It's not just RNG. It's like also you're playing the you're playing as the character defeating the things. And I'm referring to Binding of Isaac. I have never played Ivan. Right, right. And I felt that way sometimes in Binding too, where like they throw impossible shit at you, and I'm like, well, if I was better at bullet hells, I could do this. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Again, not a bad thing, and I think it was intentional. It just wasn't necessarily for me, and that's why I didn't really pursue this game as much as other ones. So Paul, why is it that you spent hours and hours and hours playing this game? Uh, I think, well, one, what drew you? well, for me, I definitely enjoy that feel of like, you have a good idea of like, oh man, maybe this way I want to play the game will work. Right. And then you're like, you play it and it fucking doesn't work. And you're like, <laughs> very fuck, path of exile dude. of you. Yeah. And you're like, all right, fuck, it didn't work. Okay. Well, let's, well, maybe I just need to adjust it some and then try it. Right. And you try to like build around certain ideas. I, d- I do think there is a skill cap, or not a cap, but like I do think there is a high level of skill associated with this game to maximize it, but like those ma- how much you get out of maximizing in that regard is very like small, I, I guess like, but maybe like you know sometimes that can make the difference with things. Um, how much is how much is skill and how much is strategy? Um, I think which I don't equate because I think uh, I absolutely believe that the game itself like, one of it is having, well, I guess, okay, so this would be more of strategy, is, like, having, like, the foresight of knowing, like, how you need to try to build your crew and, like, what you're looking for and, like, how you can, like, fix your weaknesses and whatnot. Um, I think, like, so if you mean skill, like, in terms of, like, mechanical reaction skill, like, absolutely none. Like, right, because you can just pause it. Yeah, yeah, right, but I think it's the management aspect of it during moments of, like, when you, get like, take a huge volley of hits or some shit like that, of being able to determine like where uh, you need to like allocate your crew pretty much like because you get to points in the game where like your fights you're doing is like way more like the fights are like way higher stakes because they have like way more impressive weapons and everything of the sort and you're like okay cool so I have all these dudes on systems like who can I pull off systems to like take out fires like who can I pull off of like whatever to like do other things in the ship or whatever um, you know, while in the middle of, like, a, a gunfight, you know, or, like, a ship fight kind of thing. Um, if, like, I, th- in terms of mechanical skill, like, I don't know, I guess maybe it is just, like, an overall strategy thing. <laughs> I was but gonna I say, think that sounds like strategy, yeah, like, but, knowing when to take people off versus opening the, I think the airlock game, doors. With the pause feature, the whole game just is strategy, because you could literally, there's no, like, microing, really, you're just, you could pause every second if you want, and, like, it's not yeah. like real-time okay. reactions, right? right? So, okay, right. so it's not real-time reactions. Okay, so I do redact like it being like skill or whatever, but I do think there are like small things in like that strategy aspect of it that it's very easy to just try and like brute force it, and you're like, all right, maybe we'll just take an extra couple points of like whole damage here or whatever, right? Because yeah. like I can just finish off this enemy, then I'll put the fires out in my ship, 
because those fires aren't going to spread fast enough. But then, like, your systems might take a little bit more damage. I think it's just, like, the tiny maximizations you can do in that game that just add up. And, yeah. like, failing to do so or, like, realizing that, like, those things do add up a lot in that game um, it can be, like, a huge, like, shortcoming of the game. It's like a war of yeah. attrition. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, so it definitely is, like, a, a game of attrition. And, like, I don't know, maybe... Trench game, it out. The game maybe just, like, had makes me... sense why the first four sectors, like, play a larger role in the scope of the game. Because in the first four sectors, like, maybe taking that five-hole damage or whatever because you just, like, fucked up or, like... Yeah, and then spending the scrap to repair it. Like, took a risk. Like, maybe those things actually do Impact the end, yeah. Like, do impact the game more than um, I previously gave credit for because they aren't really recognizable in the first, like, four sectors. But then when you have to pay scrap to, like, fix your hull, you know, once in the middle of the game... Like if you didn't have to do that, you would have saved, you know. Yeah, it's like that forty scrap. Like where would that forty scrap? Like that could be know. like that could be like another like either a subsystem or like it could be just the difference of like being able to get like the next level of shields or like having another crew member like yeah. on your ship. Like all those things like add up in that game, and there's so many things that like. Yeah, like I think if you just go into it very like, all right, I kind of have this idea, and so for me. Like, when I played it a lot, a lot of it was, like, all right, how do we get to, like, you know, this point in the game and, like, where should I be at, like, in terms of my ship and everything and, like, how how do I get there or whatever. And so I think just, like, a lot of trial yeah. and error on my part. Um, but it was very much a game that was also very easy to, like, zone out into, I think. Mm-hmm. At the, and, like, at the time for me, like, that was just something I was really looking for was just something I could just play and, like, do very reflexively and not have to, like really put a whole bunch of not like effort but i guess like that level of like mechanical skill right like it was something i could just play on my own time like in my own silence and just really think to myself with it and that game for that regard like in that regard very much filled that uh niche niche for me yeah it's fun to get creative with too and i think that's a that's one of the things, like, I, I flat out love this game. I suck at it beyond imaginable. Like, <laughs> like I just am bad, but, like, I love it and hate it at the same time because I feel even if I were to get better and play it and play it and get these strategies down, like, I'll, I'll hit pause and I'll, like, micro, and then, like, the enemy ship will still fire. And I'm like, why did I even bother pausing? Like, everything's still going <laughs> fucking wrong. And I pause time, and I feel like something should be better about this, but I still suck. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's like, so that's, like, one of those things, right? Like, tiny, like, little tiny things you can do is, like, early on in the game, like, you can just get extra engines without actually getting the power supply for them. And being like, okay, I'm about to take a volley of hits. Like, the enemy looks like they're about to fire, and it's like... You just quickly unpower your oxygen and unpower your like med bay and everything, and you just put it into engines. And you're like, I have fifteen percent more like, chance. Here we to go. D- like, I have Fingers crossed. Percent more times to dodge, and I have like forty extra scrap because I haven't spent it on power reserves yet. So like, I can get more stuff early on in terms of like crew members, or in terms of like you know more shields, or what have you, or like you know actual equipment. And, like, it's just like those like tiny things you can do in the game that like add up a ton in it um there is is one thing i do actually so you know this game does have like a free like dlc to it um Mm -hmm. 
which was something I actually did want to like just bring up at least because for me like I actually preferred the game a lot more before the DLC. Like I can understand why too. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, I heard it adds useless stuff. Well, like it adds like a lot of stuff that is like pretty useless in my opinion. But I think as well that the game like had. Like, there was shit that was, like, definitely really good and, like, stuff that was not that good, but everything, to some extent, was, like, viable. Like, you could <laughs> make it work if you really wanted it to. Um, right. You know, and, like, that's fucking, like, beam weapons extraordinary. Like, fucking beam weapons, in my opinion, like, total garbage in that game. Like, I, I think agree. beam, with the exception of, like, the bio beam. Um, and <laughs> Which like, I think is bad. The bio, well, that's, well, bio beam's great. <laughs> what? Because you, like, that's how you get hella scrap, like... Because you just kill people with it. You don't destroy ships. You just get so much scrap from, like, Yeah, it does salvage. no whole like, damage at all. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's, like, I, there's, like, one beam that, like, pierces shields. Like, it doesn't, like, ignore... And, like, that's the only worthwhile beam in addition to the bio beam. But, like, you know... There's... There's good bio beams. Or not bio... There's, like, the halberd. It does two damage per room, so it basically pierces one shield and would do one damage per room. That's how the beam weapons work or whatever. It, like, subtracts one damage for each shield they have. But, like, that one's, like, super good because, like, if you get the, the halberd beam basically up until you fight Big Bad, it is, like, it's piercing most of the shields that people have. Yeah. And then even when you fight Big Bad, like, the first thing you usually attack is, like, their shield system anyway. And then after the shield system's gone, it could do, like, eight damage mm. every 15 seconds. Or yeah, so, but it's, like, overall, like, a lot of halberd beams are just, like, fucking, like, God, whatever. And it's, like, so too much charge time and shit like that. And I'm, like, God, even... Like, I'm much more of a fan of, like, quick burst, definitely. Like, you know, like, faster charging weapons that, like, don't do a bunch of damage, but, like, you can just whittle down stuff. Um, but the DLC in that game, like, one, it introduced a bunch of stuff that I was, like, fucking what, like... But I think the biggest thing for me was it just, like, it put in too many events and then really did make the game feel, like, total RNG. Like, there was stuff you were, like, you could play and, like, you could kind of reliably be like, okay, I'm in a civilian sector. Like, I sort of know what events I'll kind of run into and everything and kind of how I should, what I should have to be, like, best equipped to, like, handle this. Like, having a level two, like, med bay is pretty important. Having level two sensors is pretty important and whatnot and then you know you run into a couple events where you're like oh hey it comes into use but then after the dlc came out i was like fucking i don't even fucking know like because i felt like i never ran into events like that ever again like that it used those things and i was like what the fuck like you'd have like there was like one event that sticks out of my mind where it's like you go to this planet and like you show up and it's like you there's a planet and there's this raving mad dude and you could choose oh, yeah. to like take him with you or like fucking leave him there and it was, like, a risk, right? And, like, Glenn was talking about, like, how there are events in this game that are risks. Like, you could get something really cool out of it, or, like, it just fucks you up totally. Or, you know, if you have, like, a blue option, which is, like, the usually, like, a, a net positive option. Come, yeah. yeah, like, it usually works out pretty well. And, like, having a level 2 med bay for that one was great, because, like, you bring him back on your ship and you use your level 2 med bay and, like, you fucking just make him not crazy anymore and he's like, oh, hey, I'll be a crew member now. And you're like, great, cool, dude, I got a crew member, like, for free. You know, or, like, for just a cost of upgrading my med bay once. And, like, shit like that was, like, pretty sweet, but I'm like, I just never ran into it. And then I remember, like, one playthrough, dude, it was the fucking coolest playthrough because had this guy I picked up in, like, Sector 7 and I was like, who the fuck is this kid? This fucking slug, dude, on this moon. His name was Slocknog. And I was like, 
Yeah, dude, and he's like, fucking, the event was so cool and shit, and he was like, yeah, dude, I'm fucking slock nog. Like, I'm gonna fuck your shit up and take your ship. And then you literally are just like, you could either, like, fucking, you're like, nah, fuck this dude, like, fucking own his ass, or, like, fucking submit to him, or you're just like, yeah, I'm just gonna fucking leave, actually. And then, like, if you choose to fucking leave, he's like, actually, no, dude, I was kidding, I'm stranded on this moon, can I come <laughs> with you? And I was like, all right, hell, dude, you can come with me. And then I, you get the snail, and he's, like, or this slug, and he's, like, fucking, <laughs> he has, a he has like, he has, like, level two, uh, like, of some system already. And I'm like, holy shit, dude, this guy's, like, he's ready to go. And then all I remember was, like, fighting, you know, the rebel flagship and fucking Slocknog dies in combat. And I'm like, but I still won. And I was like, God damn, dude. Like, this dude went from being a total coward and scumbag. And then, like, in this final Salute. moment, he was just like, I know, he died for the cause. And I was like, what a goddamn hero, dude. Like, fucking Slocknog immortalized. And then I really like, did not deserve. I know. And then I, in DLC, never found him ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Like oh, they patched him out. He was too OP. Yeah, and then yep. there's just some shit in DLC that just felt like. So like as I said, like you know, in the first in original iteration of the game, like everything felt like you know some stuff was obviously better than others, but like everything felt like it kind of had a use, like in a place, especially if like, you wanted it to. Like you just mm-hmm. have to be very particular of how you built around it. But then like in the DLC, like shit just felt way overpowered, and some shit just felt totally useless. Like. You, like, I remember one of the first fights I had, it was, like, they had this, like, mass EMP, and I'm, like, it's a fucking, like, ship-wide ion? Like, what the fuck is this? And then, like... That's not broken at all. And then, like, you get to the Federation, our rebel flagship, and it's, like, the fucking, like, they just instant hack your, like, shields, and I'm, like, I guess I just have no shields, and my only option (laughs) is to, like, either hack their hacking or make sure I have, like, instant things to pierce their shields and then, like, shoot their hacking system down. You want to know the real shit? One time, I'm doing Advanced Edition, they hacked my oxygen system. Great. And they have, like, level 3 hacking, so it lasts, like, 15 seconds. And so it not only, like, stops your oxygen system from working, but it drains it. And so, like, literally my oxygen went from, like, 0 to 50 on the first hacking. And then it's like, oh, you know, like, wait 15 seconds. 0 to, like, or, like, 75 to 25, and I'm like... Dude, like, what, I, what <laughs> I do know. I fucking do? Like, I couldn't oh kill his system. And so, like, I literally, I just asphyxiated, like, all my all my crew wow. members. That is fucking, a like, fucking frustrating way to do it. There's this one system God. that you can't, like, you can't yeah, interact like, with without destroying the room. Right. It was just, like, one of those things. Like, hacking just felt way too good. And I was like, you'd be crazy. So they just hack your weapons or you're just fucked. Yeah, you're just fucked. Unless you, that's some, like, yeah, unless, you, unless you have hacking. To counter hack them, or so you like, have. Why am like, I investing into hacking just to counter hack. the possibility of them having it? Oh. Yeah, like there's just so much shit that, like, it just felt really stupid in the DLC. Like, some of the stuff, like, the new race I thought was pretty cool. Like, I thought they were pretty sweet and whatnot. But other than that, I felt there was just too much stuff going on that it just threw the game way out of whack. Like, but I do appreciate the fact that, like, you're not required to play with DLC. Like, it's very much just a checkbox. Yeah, 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 it's just button. And it was I free, like it. right? Like, so, you know, like, props to them and stuff. For me, like, I definitely think the original version of the game is a much better form of the game. Um, because, like, while there was RNG, it also at the same time was kind of, like, predictable in a way. Like, you pretty much knew, like, if you understood, like, the sectors enough to be like, oh, a rock homeworld or, like, a rock-controlled sector, you're like, all right, I have, 
no defense drones. I'm not going to go to the rock sector <laughs> filled with rock that has, like, max missiles. missiles. Yeah, like, I'm not going to go to that sector, right? You're like, oh, fucking pirates? Like, hell yeah, dude. I'll go to a pirate-controlled yeah. sector, dude. Like, these hell fucking yeah. dudes are only using lasers. <laughs> like, fucking yeah. swashbucklers. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. What I just wanted to see more of was, like, more events like the Slocknog deal yeah. and less events. Like, because, I don't know, maybe it's just the first sector events, but all I saw today are, like, four or five times in a row is like it's fucking slavers do you want to give up a crew member i think or, or i think up? there's variability you just have to get to it I it's like it's there there is a lot of like yeah. caveats to it not caveats but like a lot of like just like it's stuff that like I only, events yeah, yeah it's I like stuff know. i only found out with like insider like not insider like just <laughs> playing the game play a lot yeah like that. level three hacking didn't, that, so, it wasn't enough there in the without, I don't know, it wasn't to present hook enough you in early 30 on minutes. to hook me on. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think that's like what the difference hours, between like this roguelike and the other ones are too. Is like I was thinking of Spelunky, and it is like freaking impossible to get to the golden the golden city, right? It's like pretty for you, hard, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like pretty hard. Yeah, for me especially, you have, to have like very specific items and like no kind of what you're right. doing. Right, and so there is RNG, and you also have to be good. Where in this game, like there is. They, with the DLC, they added in like a, a basically the equivalent of the Golden City, where it's like you get to the Crystal Homeworld and unlocks like a second like a second new race from the DLC. Oh, shit. So like there's a Lanius that's new for the DLC, but then it unlocks like, like this. You're never one. gonna see it. Cause it's so rare. I have lit- like I have tried specifically to do that. Like I looked it up, like how to do it and everything, because like there's no way to fucking know otherwise, and you have to like one, you have to like have the rock homeworld somewhere on your map mm-hmm. and it has to be late in the game because before that you have to do two different encounters yeah. that happen in specific zones too. Is it just it's RNG you, then if you can do it? Yeah, it's, a very, in, yeah, it's like it is the most RNG. Because I know in Spelunky it like, it's hard to get to the City of Gold but the items you need to get there are always present in every run. You just need to know so it's like where to find them. Technically, the items are always present. Like It's just you can just get really bad and unlucky with like how your sectors are set up because you can't see ahead more than one sector. And so you're always like, is this yeah. path I'm going to take have like Cause there's the two ones paths I need? Right. So yeah. you choose the wrong path, even you're, yeah, you're just like, so yeah. I'd say that's so there's so, yeah. there's so many levels ah, of like, I got so, is this even fucking I got possible? so close dude uh, to it as did well. You? I, did, I, I got to, every, I got to the rock home worlds and everything. I just never can't found the event in the rock home worlds. And I yeah, was like, because then when you get to the rock home world, if you don't find the exact right distress signal, that you have no idea until you go there. Like I had, then you just like, I had, I had the pod. I got to the, Zoltan like controlled sector where you find the lab to like have the pod like opened up and then you get the like the crystal dude on your team and you're like oh shit dude what's this and then you have to get to the rock home world where you have an event there with the crystal dude on your team and then that takes you to the crystal home world Jesus and then in there you get like the crystal ship that's an example of a really cool idea with just kind of some poor implementation yeah but I don't know was this their first game as a studio I think it was. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, I think it was. So like, yeah. I mean, I can kind of see. Because I looked that. up the devs. I looked at the devs, and the only two games that they had were FTL and our spoil. And the <laughs> end of the episode one. Yeah. Yeah. What's What's this game? Yeah. What's Glenn hyped for? Oh yeah, let's for? talk about it. I'm super hyped for this game. I have really hyped by hopes. FTL devs. It's another roguelike. It is called Through the Breach. Into, Into the, the Breach. Breach. Into the Breach. Fuck, what's through the breach? It's a, That's magic, a card. magic card. <laughs> God damn it. It's an expensive magic card. 
Um, it's in your brain. It's called, yeah, Into the Breach. Um, and basically, yeah, it's a roguelike, but instead of in space, it's like post-apocalyptic, and you're drop, basically you're, you're a drop shift with, drop ship with uh, like a specific crew, so you have crew instead of a ship, and you control them in like a... Next. Um, What's it called? Mechs. Like turn a uh, turn based track. Yeah, it's mechs. A, and it's like a t- tactics. And when you land though, so mm. instead of each <laughs> the ship being like this like live action thing where you're like shooting your right. systems at it's like a different Final things. Final Fantasy it's tactics a, style thing, right? Yeah, so it's like a uh, uh, first uh, fucking what's it called? I have no idea. Turn based strategy. Yeah, like a turn based. It strategy looks like a combi- like a combination of like Mech Warrior <laughs> with Final Fantasy Tactics with like XCOM is what it, like looking yeah, at the trailers is like kind of like what Fidel and all, all about it. it. Yeah, fucking, like it looked yeah. pretty yes. sick. Who doesn't love fucking I think Gundams, f- man? It's sick. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's cool too because like. I think with this sort of system, they can incorporate a lot more. So, like, what you were saying with, like, the systems, it feels like you always can, like, pretty much you can always find the systems, all this, like, other whatever. But anyway, <laughs> there's, like, specific... Sure. Any, like, your ship your ship can pretty much be the same ship no matter what you start with at the, at the start of the game mm. in FTL. But in this one, um, your crew that you pick in the beginning really matters. So I saw this, like, um, trailer... Not trailer, like... Um, snapshot gameplay thing of like just like a couple levels and they showed the first crew which is basically like a crew that just like shoots things and one shoots like a laser that is like distant or whatever it's pretty like the the basic one but then the second one they showed was people were because like the positioning really matters in real time or first these games uh, yeah <laughs> turn based these, these sort of games turn based um, strategies i cannot remember the turn based rpg is that it? rpg strategy i don't know um, but then the second one that they showed did a lot of like positioning stuff. So there's only like one mech that actually did damage, and then the other ones would just like oh, shoot a cool. gravity bomb and like, like put them together, or like sh- put like have one that like pushes them so like it gets support them mechs. That's, that's awesome. super cool. You can like have a team that's like built to, around each other. That's pretty sweet. Single player Overwatch, and that's like and that's only the the so the things that they showed were only the first and second teams. That so the first team that you start with and this oh, the fuck, first team that you rad. unlock and so there's and there's eight teams total I think and so like I can't imagine like I'm so excited to see just like what all these like literally like what all I'm gonna these live guys out all do, my Pacific like, Rim fan fiction <laughs> yeah I'm also like so much more about that style of combat because that's another thing I just wasn't super a fan of the, like real time FTL aspect. I mean real time is fine I just felt like it was way too slow like I was just sitting there and it felt oh. like forever. For things That's to funny. I feel like my ship can explode energy. in like under two seconds. I just felt like it was so <laughs> slow paced, um, which is just like not my style, I guess. But mm. I don't know. Yeah, I just it's felt like, like a it was quick. Way... It's like, not even twitch reaction, but yeah, I, I understand. It's like you choose what you do instantly, and then you automatically see the results from it. Yeah, right. and, and instead of like watching a weapon charge up for yeah, because like when you first start a fight, at least in the early game, you're literally just sitting there for ten to fifteen seconds while your laser charges up because there's nothing else you can do, nothing else is like happening, and they're not shooting you yet. I don't know. Yep, gotta find that pre igniter. Right, which that I don't know. Just wasn't a fan of that. <sighs> so I'm much more of a fan of the tactic style games. Love it like looks Fire really cool. I'm way into it. So this it. game comes out on the 27th. Uh, at the very least, we'll have a podcast. Hoping to have a podcast out about it um, in March. I think we're March all planning on playing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna play Hopefully. it for sure. 
I mean, I'm there's like, play it. like I think you know, all things considered, like you know, FTL definitely has its flaws, like especially. And if you enjoy kind of that like attrition-based sort of like seeing, like having ideas of how you want to play the game and seeing it pan out, and then like being able to like improve on those strategies and whatnot. That's why it's like, good. Like definitely very much. Yeah, like, definitely what, a great game. Yeah, definitely a great game altogether, especially considering you know this is the studio's like first time actually making this game. And, you know, how it kind of, like, you know, the art style of the game, the music of the game, definitely. And it's also, at the same time, can just be such, like, a relaxing game as well. Like, there definitely are moments that are, like, higher stress where you're, like, fucking, can I <laughs> win this fight? Or, like, can I survive long enough to jump out, yeah. like, of the fight? Like, those things, like, very much, like, higher stress. But, like, sometimes you just kind of, like, you run into some nice events and you're, like... Yeah. Oh, I hope some pretty, guys find some, right like... Now groceries on the grocery planet (laughs) (laughs) that's never happened i'm sorry yeah Um, i i think i expect like great things from this next game too i think they probably learned a lot from their first game not like the things i said were necessarily things to fix but in general i'm sure they learned a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. i I think very much that my things were just very much a matter of opinion not like a flaw of the game it's just a yeah i just want i feel like we, we always kind of somehow come off as shitting on games on this like podcast it's me i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> and it's like we, we're not negative i mean we love it's, the game I've, we wouldn't we I love the game hours of this game i clearly like yeah, yeah we wouldn't have I so really much to like say about game. it if we didn't like it exactly we're, we're literally dedicating an episode about it because we enjoyed it so much but it's like in in how much we played with it we remember the, the not fond times as well exactly yeah and i think it's like super yeah. cool that like paul was able to do all these different ways of beating the game i just yeah. wasn't able to paul's a fucking master at ftl so apparently yeah He's got the deep strats that I needed, <laughs> and now I'm going to fucking win. Hey, you learned some shit. I didn't know you could not kill ships. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously. Yeah, if you just, like, You got to shoot their O2 systems. And O2, then just, either, like, yeah. Like, God, so if, if you're playing, like, if you're playing the Taurus, uh, it's really easy to do that. Like, normally you just activate your anti-defense drone, and then you just, like, always shut down their oxygen. Um, make sure like, they don't have the, a med bay. Like, sometimes it's good to have, like, a missile system for a med bay. Um, or something similar so they can't just heal through like being and then make sure you don't blow up their ship (laughs) also yeah but normally so funny because like i didn't even think about god damn it paul (laughs) yeah now glenn's gonna be like well change my whole ftl strategy (laughs) no the thing is like i knew all of what paul was saying but then like to adapt it to yours i didn't piece it together yeah you know like i knew that killing like not killing the ship gives you more scrap and I knew, like, obviously people die from oxygen, not having oxygen. Yeah. But I just, like, or didn't like, put two and two I together. Like, you could, like, you can kill the oxygen system and then they'll, they'll just die. all die. And then, like, that makes sense. But, like, I'm like, crew teleport. I don't like crew teleporter because it's just, like. Dude, I've had some God terrible run-ins with crew teleporter, though. I'll be real. Like, the worst thing <laughs> I is where it. you fucking lo- you're it. like, all right, all right, crew, let's go and get them. <laughs> and then, like, they're either dying and you can't teleport them out in time or, like, the ship flees. And you're, like, it takes your stuff it away. It takes your dudes oh, no. and you're like, oh, <laughs> I guess like, they're well, just gone. Like, I got dude, my when captain. I first unlocked, when I first unlocked a Mantis ship, so some of the um, encounters have these, like, automated ships or whatever, mm-hmm. and they just, like, don't have any crew on yeah, them. Yeah, the drone so, ships. So, like, my first <laughs> first time I got the Mantis ship, <laughs> no. which has, like, the oh, first crew teleporter, like, crew teleport over to find out that, like, 
this this ship doesn't no have oxygen. an oxygen system because it's an automated ship and so like they just suffocated and it wasn't like early either it was like sector like four or some shit I was like, that's like, phenomenal yeah. you need, you need so I had to watch I had to watch my crew die because like it, they asphyxiated before I could teleport oh, them back no, so no. no. Oh, no. you need a level two uh, a level two teleporter to get them out and the worst part oh, is yeah. too oh, is God. that like that ship as well, like, because, right, there's, like, no crew on it, so you can't, like, kill the crew and then you salvage yeah. the ship. Like, the only way to beat to that, that is ship. to blow up that ship, right? And so you're like, aha, my fucking dudes are going to destroy the systems. And then, like, they <laughs> fucking we're blow on up it. the ship at the moment. Yeah, dude. It's like so. That's why that mother, like, that mothership fight was so hard with the Manta ship is because you have to, like, either sack a dude every time because the ship is it it's three fights because it teleports yeah. out or you have to have something that can do the final like blow against uh, it with yeah. no one on board like Holy and that's shit. the hardest part about that fight so like yeah. wisd- wisdom is knowing not to send your crew onto a drone ship very, to blow it up very true very much that <laughs> because there's honestly like yeah just when you go when autopilot in that game you know you have your strat for that playthrough and you're like well I guess I'm gonna s- always crew teleport i got the fucking beef beefcakes to go do it yeah. got some defense yeah, the drones worst part is like by that point too like sector four they're already like max level like melee yeah and so mm. you just have, you just literally sent your best characters to their death yes just, that's good stuff uh, all right mm. how, how about we we wrap it up eh? a a Okay. Okay. Definitely, uh, definitely recommend um, playing faster than light. I, you know, I think all of us agree that we think it's a very good game. I holy think it's, hell I think yeah! The game is amazing. It's a great way, especially if you have time on your hands, to play a game like that. And I think it's I for me, I enjoyed playing it alone a lot. Like, I mean, obviously, it's a single player game, but like playing it just in my own thoughts. Like, I played it just like in my own room with like no one around. It was so like relaxing and. Cathartic. I think it could be a fun social experience experiment too. Like having your friends a- as the crew members watching you play and giving you suggestions on like where to go and what to do could be fun. I always played it by myself too. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but it sounds like it could be a fun experience. Yeah. I mean that, and, uh, obviously check out, um, their next game into the breach, uh, you know, coming out at the end of February. Uh, you know, I don't know. I just really liked it. All, yeah. all great. Great. Yes. Thank you for listening to Meta Podcast. Meta Analysis of Everything. Find us on all your podcatchers, like iTunes and Podbean and all of them. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, I just recently made a Spotify playlist that has like a bunch of music from games and stuff we've talked about. Um, Spotify doesn't have the best like uh, game music because of like copyright stuff, probably. Uh, but it's it's still pretty comprehensive and has a lot of cool covers. Uh, and it starts from like Wind Waker or not, not Wind Waker, uh, Link's Awakening all the way to, you know, like Force Awakens, the last Jedi bullshit like that. Um, so check that out. Uh, thanks for listening to the Meted podcast. You've been Meted. Bye. Bye. Bye.